Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon, and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. This week, it's a guest interview with New York-based makeup artist and all-round creative Ellie Luna. For me, Ellie was the perfect guest to kind of bring together these thoughts that I've been having. I feel like the past couple of years have forced us to think about so many things from how we look to how we feel to how we spend our time, how we make money. Ellie first came on the show in May 2021 and at the time she was adjusting to having to take a break from working in makeup for the New York City Ballet and had thrown herself into full-time content creation. I wanted to ask Ellie back on because in the year that's passed, not only has her content gone on to even higher levels, she's also done a TED talk and she's really turned her makeup content into a kind of conduit for inspiration and information that really gets us thinking about how we show up each day, how what we do and think greatly affects the outcome of our days. So this episode is kind of talking about an inner glow up, that's what I've called it but with effects that can be seen externally as well. Because I feel that's kind of what Ellie has gone through and I want to know more. She already did so much and knew so much pre-2020, but since then she has evolved and truly learned to find her voice. Before we go on, be sure to subscribe to Beauty Me on Apple or Spotify and feel free to leave a review after. Ellie, you're on the show May 2021, a pivotal moment in time. You're one of those interviews that really made me think afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, We discussed notions of how the pandemic was an opportunity for us to realize that in some respects, we've kind of been just getting along with stuff, enjoying everything, but not pushing ourselves like nowhere, nowhere near pushing. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. So during that time, I think I first approached you because I was just obsessed with the content, the quality of your content, how prolific you are, but the effort, the fact that you can write music, sing, do makeup on yourself and others and make content like everything. So this episode is definitely uh, revisiting Let's Catch Up, but also I really wanted to talk to you about what I've been thinking of as an inner glow up. I feel that the pandemic has been that time when everyone's done all the skincare. Everyone's been doing the most with their bodies, trying different challenges. But there's also been this time to work on ourselves, look at things that maybe we have been ignoring for a long time. And I feel that you are someone that's come on, even though you were amazing before, I just feel like you've just taken it up another notch. So how are you like right now? <laughs> Honestly, I'm really good right now. I'm I'm in a really great place mentally. Um, I just feel like I'm not waiting for something anymore. And that feels really good. It, it feels like revolutionary, even though it's very regular. <laughs> you know, okay. like the way I feel now is the way I, I think I was waiting to feel once I was fill in the blank. And I'm just not waiting for that to feel it. Oh, wow. I love that. I feel like that kind of links back to what I just said when we said we were kind of, we were doing everything. We were doing, uh, putting the effort in, but yes. there wasn't an impetus. Like, what if this all went away tomorrow, Ellie? Yes. <laughs> you know, and and I'm, and I'm what I love about that, the contrast that exists there, because it's really subtle, is that we weren't pushing ourselves. And now with the 
which we have from 2020 and the inspiration and the motivation where I am pushing myself. I don't, maybe it was some kind of self-punishment to not allow myself to feel joy because I didn't really feel like I deserved it because I wasn't pushing myself. And now I push myself so much. I have to take care of myself by enjoying <laughs> the days. And also some days being like, I did this, I did this. And then I'm like, I, okay, I don't have to do everything today. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to go pick up some packages. I'm going to get a matcha latte from a local spot. So I think in a way that is why it's because now I'm actually actively putting myself out there, trying new things. And I don't feel like I have to punish myself with like withholding joy on a daily basis, you know? Before then, for you not to be indulging in those things, like you said, you felt like you kind of didn't deserve them. Where was that coming from then? Were you thinking you weren't working hard enough to to? I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it's something that I, of course, wasn't conscious of at the time. But I do, when I look back at behavior, I'm like, okay, I could have chosen at any moment to change my behavior, but I didn't because I was afraid. I didn't have the, and then I thought I needed the self-confidence to take the first step. So then that also held me back um, because that's not true. All you need is like the courage and then the self-confidence will be built on the way. And so, yeah, when I think back about it, I'm like, oh my God, because we are so uh, inundated with uh, like success stories. And there is a, and also the concept that you have to suffer to then get to happy ending. And I really internalized that uh, without realizing it. This is the first time I'm, I'm actually articulating my thoughts, <laughs> but I, I really feel that. And I look back and there are a lot of other ways where I'm thinking, even when I would make a to-do to do list, for example, and I would just keep, you know, I'd add things. I'm like, I need to do all these things today. And then if I don't do all of them, then I feel incomplete and like I failed that day. And yeah, it was just the internalized concept of like who deserves blank. And um, I mean, it's 2020 is just such a game changer. Everything goes back to 2020, you know? And I just really, I started to reflect. I'm like, my grandmother worked very hard like to the bone, you know? And I'm like, it's not really, I don't know if it's about that really, because you can work very hard and stay in your comfort zone and nothing new is going to happen. Yeah. So I I do think feeling like um, you have more to give and not giving it, I almost feel like even if no one else knows, you know, (laughs) so and that's almost worse (laughs) it's different yeah because you're the one that's going to beat yourself up about it (laughs) yeah exactly and people beat themselves up in different ways some people are like with a negative self-talk I don't I didn't really do that I would just not say anything but I think other ways I was punishing myself by like not just being happy on a day-to-day basis or not you know reaching for joy like for example, um, in my neighborhood, this is such a small thing, but it's so important. Like I was going to a gym. I didn't like the gym because I didn't like the environment. And so I went to another gym and just always reaching for a better experience. I kept trying different routes to walk to the gym until I found one that was pretty. It was just like little things or, oh, I don't like going to that drugstore because it smells like something died in there. I don't go in there anymore little things where it's like I deserve a better experience not because of anything I did but just because I'm alive and breathing (laughs) you know it really reminds me of um (laughs) something that I was joking about um basically just about deserving more and I Mm -hmm. don't drive 
I've never driven. I never will. I, I don't think I'll be a good driver. OK, I'll be that <laughs> angry one. And yeah. so I rely on public transport to get to the gym. And some people choose not to maybe have a shower in the morning. That's OK, I guess. But, you know, then school kids and this and that. And I'm on the way to the gym and I'm trying to be as fresh as I can on the way to the gym. And I was just sat there and I was like, I deserve more. <laughs> like, I deserve more. And I was like, yes. if you don't want to get the bus, you're going to have to find a way to not get yeah. the bus. Do you know what I mean? It's yes. like, it's okay. And some people might be like, it's definitely not coming from, oh, you think you're better. It's literally like, when you find discomfort with things, instead of accepting it for year upon year upon year, you could make a change. Yes. Yes, exactly. And I feel like a lot of us grew up seeing examples of people who just kept choosing the same thing and then just complain, like complain and like complain. were oh, upset gosh. about it. And I just not interested in that. <laughs> you don't want to be that woman 20 years from now still complaining about the same <sighs> thing to your friends. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely but, not. <laughs> going back to when we first met online, you said that your two words for 2021 were expansion and audacity. Now, yes. I need to know. We haven't got long for 2022. We've got enough time left to make some changes. But yeah. would you say you stuck with those words or are there two new ones you want to tell me about? No, I definitely stuck with those words. Um, and even small things, aside from like the content creation and working with different people that I, in spaces where I would normally say no. And then also, I don't know, I just feel like I was holding myself back a lot. And those two words helped me embody this um, one determination, commitment, and of course, courage to just be like, it's not about if I do great at this, it's just about taking out more space, like going to events by myself. That's huge for me. Mm, <laughs> like that is monumental because my social anxiety used to be to the point where I would get, I used to need to drink, for example, to be in social settings. And then I stopped drinking. Uh, conflict. And then... <laughs> um, what, with others or yourself? Because I know it's a big thing. No, with me. With me. Oh, okay. Oh, no, but them is just like awkward, but it was conflict with myself. And um, so uh, my anxiety was to the point where I would get invited to go to something and then I would get dressed until it was too late to go. And then I would get undressed and I would get into bed. And it's something that I always kind of dealt with traveling alone and not going to meet other people having a social event that's a whole other level but um that was one way that I would start to build that like confidence in just being alone is like go like leaving the country and going out by myself that was like so to some people it's probably normal but to me it was like uh, you know and then now coming to like the social events um, I've really pushed myself. And then I, I'm in a different place with it not now. Like last night I went to something and I said to my partner, I was like, I was like, you know, I went and it was fun. It was cool. It was, I, I had a great time, but I didn't pressure myself to talk to people or force anything. Cause in the beginning I would use it as an exercise. Like I have to talk to this many people. I have to introduce <laughs> myself. And I did that and that's fine. But I find that the more, I don't know, I guess there's different, there are going to be different phases of this experiment. Um, and now it's like to just go comfortably and just enjoy it and not make and not force anything. And sometimes I meet people and connect with people and sometimes I don't. And I'm not going to have less of a good time 
because of that because I'm I'm like I'm already winning like I'm I'm here <laughs> that's know? it it's like all those yeah. times when we were chicken out of going to something <laughs> you're missing an opportunity that was given to you right right um and there's some imposter syndrome in there there's like social anxiety in there so yeah, the, the expansion and audacity were definitely and still are my my two words. I think I'm probably going to keep those rolling into 2023 because, um, yeah, I just was, play, I was playing very small, um, I think, like this whole time. Even when it seemed like I was doing certain things, I could have done more, you know. I took a coaching uh, weekend in March and he said something. His name is Devin Bandison. And he said imposter syndrome happens when... He's like, you're running a racket, right? He said, you have this like appearance of what you're doing, but he's like, but you know that you're not really hitting that. You know, you know, it's like we said before, it's like, but you know, (laughs) he was like, you're running a racket. He's like very New York. He was like, that's why you feel like an imposter. You're running a racket. (laughs) And I was just like, wow. He was like, he talked about playing small and um, I was just like, it seems like such a small thing to think about, but it's so game changing. We had, I had, the, you had this effect on me last time we spoke. I just get this like feeling in me because, you know, you hear often people talking about imposter syndrome. Let's be real. There's lots of courses and classes about it and nobody takes that approach. Rarely is it that approach. It's more like, you've got this, you're already doing it. <laughs> You belong there. That's why you're there. You're already in the room. (laughs) And I get all that. You can take that as well. But him saying you're running a racket, it just made me think because, you know, I could have a, but you could have a really busy week at work and you produce a lot during that time. And then you can go on social media and live it all again. But really you're not, you're sitting watching, you know, Real Housewives posting stuff that looks like you're still busy (laughs) and I get it listen yeah and also it could also be sometimes you're maybe not even with social social obviously is often involved especially in our world but it's also like I had a job that to other people was like wow you work there you do makeup there but it was like it's not really what you think it is and and so there was never going to be that sense of fulfillment at the end of the day because I had hit what I could do there, you know? So yeah. it's like, it. I love that you said that because we, I guess we just like, just give me the real shit. Just tell me. <laughs> I'm like, I will work hard. Like I yes. always say, I can work fast. I work hard. But yes. now I'm thinking based just of what you said, I yeah. don't think it was ever... I feel like people always say it's not about working hard, working smart, but only now are we really getting that. Oh, it was yeah. a phrase oh, that yeah. was around for ages, but now it's like, no, no, you really need to work smart now because otherwise yeah. you will burn out, you won't experience joy, and you probably won't even get to where you're trying to get. Right, because uh, the other thing about working smart is that you won't run yourself ragged to the point that you have your head so far in the ground that you can't even see that a lot of the stuff you're doing, you need to not be doing. <laughs> it's like a waste of your time, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, th- then we get into like the busyness being confused with like productivity syndrome, <laughs> which is, I definitely went through that. Um, but yeah, it's just so crazy. It's such a different, it's just a total shift. and it's like yeah I still want to do things and um, accomplish things but it's like I 
I don't feel like I have to punish myself to get there. Do you think that without the pandemic happening, which is obviously a big question because we've we've been who knows? But yeah, do you think your idea of success was different before the pandemic to what it is now? I don't think I've really thoughtfully engaged with like what my definition of success was before. I think I was like, I want to get signed. And that was like, I want to get signed. <laughs> um, okay. And then I want to, and I was like, oh, if I go on a tour, I would be sent to go MIA. Um, you know, there was, oh, or like um, Sev Deliza, oh, you know, just banks. Like, that. I was like, that was like my, you know, I'm like, okay, then okay. I'll know that I've arrived. Um, but I hadn't really thought about like what it would feel like, which is so funny because I remember meeting guys who were actually trying to help. And they would be like, what they would try to walk me through these, what I learned later are self-help kind of exercises that you learn when you're reading these books. But I didn't know what they were talking about. They were like, what does it feel like when you wake up? What do you do on your ideal day? Like they were, I remember two guys specifically being like, what does that look like? What do you do? And I was like, I don't know. I'll go to the studio. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but yeah, I I do think that 2020 definitely um, changed it because it was like, when there was nothing going on and no one was working, it was like, what made it possible for me to actually feel better than I had felt in a long time? It was like, oh, engaging with people that I align with and doing work that feels good and helping other people and, you know, expressing myself creatively, experimenting, and then having the freedom to do that and like getting paid for it ultimately would would be great. But it was like, I wasn't able to start creating a space where that was even possible until I just did it for those reasons you know maybe I'm wrong but I I said when we first jumped on the call that I feel the content you've been putting out more recently is just leveled up leveled up and I think it's because you are seeing how much value you can give and I think you are providing a service now because often you know you'll talk while you're doing your makeup about things that are important to you but also to us or it might just be that there's a little caption written on a photograph or there's just more. And then obviously there's your makeup work, which stunning, stunning, stunning. But do you feel that something has shifted? So you're doing now doing your best work? Thank you for saying that, first of all. I really appreciate that. I think I, I, I was like, what is my voice? Like, because social media has a culture, it has a language, it has a style. It's like, it's like anything else, like music, right? And I think um, because it was so new, everyone, myself included, but especially 2020, I was like doing so many trends and the trends are fun. Nothing wrong with that because trends are kind of like a, a community thing where it's like, hey, me too. haha. Like we have the same sense of humor. But then I was like, what do I want to do? Like, what do I want to give? And then when I started focusing on that, it just gave me such direction with what I wanted to do with my content. I'm like, okay, I want to educate. I want to relate. And I want to, and I always want, even when I was writing songs, I was like, I want to give words to feelings because being able to do that helped me so much with a lot of trauma, just being able to articulate what I feel, you know, there's a message I want to share. If there's something I, I like a story I want to tell or something like that. And and I can be giving makeup education in different ways. So either passively while telling a story directly while doing a tutorial, or then um, sometimes it's just visual, like 
and maybe somewhat sometimes even entertaining kind of beauty content where I'll try to layer a thought or an idea or sometimes just something silly like listening to renaissance and watching renaissance reaction videos or something like that but you know oh like gosh, today where are her videos oh my gosh Beyonce, I know it's rude <laughs> it's so like, rude is it coming <laughs> so you said what was your voice and I feel like the pandemic gave you that time to find it but it's funny that you said voice because I think there's a literal issue with social media right now where some people are having issues with Instagrams changing and right. one of my favorite YouTubers Colin and Samir they're oh, always analyzing them. Yeah. So they had someone on and they were like, now is the time that people really need to find their voices because you can't just do brand deal, brand deal, brand deal. You have to have, there has to be more to you now. So I'm just thinking if you could give somebody advice, that's someone that's used to just like using this concealer, add, 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 but they rarely speak because there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of beautiful amazing talented creators out there that don't use their voice oh my gosh they start well in a literal sense one reason why I started using my actual voice was because I became suspicious of the platform pushing the um AI like the uh automated voices I was like this feels wrong right and then when I, when all these videos were on my timeline with someone using the automated voice, I was like, this feels so strange. It feels like we're creating more distance. You know, I don't hear your voice. I don't hear your opinions. I just like everything's like, you know, like a computer. Right. So that was that was part of the inspiration of like, I just wanted that warmth back of like a real voice and like about my actual self. As far as advice, I would say the number one thing that gets in the way of people knowing what they want to do is because they want to go fast. They want to go big and they want to go fast. And that's why people do a lot of the trends because everyone wants to go viral. But I I don't care about that because I will say I had one experience where a lot of attention came to my account and it just brought yeah, it was like a lot of numbers, but I ended up having to um, manually remove over 2000 people who were not engaging with my content and totally tanking my whole account because when they don't engage, then, oh yeah, yeah. that happened. In Febu- that happened uh, it started the end of last year and it like went into February. So um, this was uh, 2020 into 2021 or 2021 into 2022. Yeah. And so, yeah, the first thing I would say is you have to like disengage with this co- concept of like going viral because one, it could actually hurt you. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Some people go viral and they lose all touch with reality and they actually have to go get off of social media because their mental health is totally compromised. So that's one. Some people go viral and um, they, they attract the wrong people. And now they're having a completely negative experience on a place that used to be safe and fun. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the most important thing to me now is just like making the content I want to make to speak to the person I want to speak to. So if it helps to maybe think of it as just trying to get to know someone or trying to get someone to get to know you or trying to teach someone or whatever you're trying to do, just think about like one person who might want to hear that and then try to let your content be 
guided by that because it's just genuine. It's more genuine, you know, and you will be more inspired, I think, too, because you're not looking to anything else. You're just doing what you feel. And the more you do what you feel, the more ideas you get. You know how you know how that goes. Like, yeah, the yeah, more you, so, you become the more you you become. It's like I, I, I've said it to so many people now, just like lean into who you are, like do yeah. you even more because yeah. I see some people that are so talented and let's say they're around a certain number and they're trying to get to that next golden number, which when they get to, by the way, they'll just find another number to get to. But yeah. I'll see one person do something and then I'll see several others doing it. But the thing with the first person that did it, they did it because they felt it and yeah. it came to them. And then I'll see, it's not always this way, but certain trends, such yes. as like opening up about certain things, you'll see some people jump on it. And I'm like, this doesn't feel like you. Doesn't, yeah, totally, totally, totally. So and then that's they can the lose the initial people that follow them for them just to right. aim for. Right. And that's the other thing too. Like you can't really build with people if who you are is inconsistent. <laughs> you know right. you can try different things but if who you are seems to change every time you try something else that's a whole different thing then it's like I don't know it just feels it's just hard to connect to that it's hard to like really latch on to that and um I think that's the other and I have to say it's hard and I can speak to that same creator is that I get that it's challenging because social media literally like hijacks us and like manipulates us into having these like panicked feelings but it really doesn't matter honestly it really doesn't matter and there are some people who have like all the followers and are still trying to get to a place I don't even know still trying like you said you find a number you try to get a new number and it's like well what's what what is the point of even being here you know I, I think just you really got to be careful also about like the group think of social media and the tide just pushing you along you have to just stand firm and be like what do I want to do like what do I not see what are people not talking about or you know how can I present this in a different way and um and do that and also look at people who don't do what you do if you do beauty content don't look at yeah. other beauty content creators for what to do you know please don't <laughs> yeah I mean obviously sometimes there are conversations around certain things and you might want to chime in but like that can't be a person's entire creative identity, you know? Um, and then also it'll burn you out. So yeah, I said a lot there, but yeah, <laughs> depending on which thing helps you do that. <laughs> so that's, that's why I got you on here. Cause I know that's the thing. I feel like you are an artist that happens to create content. So I feel like you do have that solid advice for creators because yeah. it's come from a different place and I do feel like I get most of my advice or inspiration not from not from beauty photographers it might be architects it might be all the plant people that I followed during the pandemic yeah. you know just a different <laughs> way of thinking yeah um, but just going back to the inner glow up can you yes. tell me if there was anything that you have noticed about yourself that has changed improved disappeared during this time yeah I really think the biggest thing is the the constant 
like the commitment to having the best experience moment to moment. I think that's the biggest, biggest shift for me. Um, whether it's like, oh, it could be like what I moisturize with, like, you know, the path I take to walk or the most enjoyable way to get there, like whatever it is, it could be the smallest thing. And to me, when we practice those little things, it comes in handy when we're faced with like bigger decisions, right? It's even like when I work out, if somebody doesn't care about my personal space or theirs, or, you know, you're doing something and someone like wants to sit right on top of you. It's like, I, (laughs) that was, oh, that's a huge thing that I use um, to the point where it doesn't even really happen anymore. But I would use those experiences to be like, okay, what else can I do? And like, instead of getting, instead of getting upset, instead of being, instead of reacting to someone like being inconsiderate, I might like take a beat and be like, okay. Or it could be something as silly as like, I'm standing here and the person comes stand right directly in front of me in the mirror. And I'm like, okay, they're probably, they're just probably just not aware of their surroundings. <laughs> and then I'm like, what or else just can move. I do? And it's, you can or just move. scoot to the side. Yeah. yeah. But like, I used to, I used to really react to things like that, which would carry over into everything else. So the biggest change for me is like taking all those little moments, as many as I can, and just reaching for the better experience in that moment. And I said before, it sounds so almost trivial, but I think it has improved my life so much. Just I love that. Day. I just, yeah. it's like the best that you can get. It's not about spending loads of money. It's no. about the best that you can get from this experience. Yeah. But I was having, who taught you that? I, was, I just, I don't think anyone taught me that. I think it was just like, I get tired of myself. I get tired of myself when I hear myself like running into the same frustration or I like I get tired of having the same experience. And as much as I can, I just, I'm aware of it. You know, something as small, I keep posting about my little lock, my little um, <laughs> fingerprint padlock because I would struggle with unlocking my, my, um, lock at the gym and it would be really frustrating I would get really irritated and one day I got really tired of myself having the same experience and I was like there has to be something better (laughs) and that's the other thing too is being like no I know there's a better option than this you know um or like having lunch with my partner and I'm like I don't want to be here like I just want to feel good in the experience because I also know that as as um the more I feel good the better experiences I will also attract because I'm not creating that friction in my Mm. life and I feel like it's not a new concept as far as like you know you know the power of attraction and all that but it's also um it's not a new concept but it's just like I guess I just had time to think about it (laughs) you know and and maybe I didn't have that space before but it's kind of taking all that stuff that we have learned and know and those sayings and really looking at like how does this work for me like how can I be having a better experience because I'm not this this other thing I was doing is not working. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't make me happy. It doesn't, it's not, you know, my income is not going up because of <laughs> like being whatever I was doing before. So it's like, shit, like what's the alternative? You know, that's all I'm trying to do. That's like my biggest practice right now. And it's the biggest game changer, like the biggest. It also made me, and I, I can be quite irritable. And I feel like it has helped me like mellow that out a tiny bit. So 
And I think that irritability comes from just the anxiety of all the other stuff. When you are Mm -hmm. like uncomfortable or reaching or, you know, thinking about the end game or, you know, whatever, punishing yourself because you didn't work hard or whatever it is. It's like all that. It sounds like you're more in the present. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Sounds like you're literally focused on instead of thinking you should do more or you should have, you're more, but. I get it. It's like when you mentioned about being reactive, I know I can be like that. You know, for me, someone not, especially since the pandemic, but before the pandemic, I like my personal space. Like we don't need to be all up on each other. If the gym, if all of the elliptical machines are empty, why did you have to? Why did you come right next to me? (laughs) And I know what it is. It's actually part of herd mentality. It like goes back to evolution. Like people like to be part of something. But I'm like, no. But wait, okay, tangent. (laughs) Don't you wonder why people like you and I don't do that? I don't know. Because I don't know because yes. Yeah, because I'm like, yes, I get the herd thing, like, Mm. you know, that's safety. But we're in a gym. We're all safe here. Okay, that was just a tangent. Because I'm just like, I would never <laughs> do that. And I cannot never wait. That. I would be like, I would not do that. If you're over there, I'll go on the one over there. Like, Yeah, I cannot understand that. <laughs> I just wanted but to that's something that would. <laughs> yeah. But that would annoy me, Ellie. Like, I'm, oh. and so I'll be here working out. And I'm like, oh my God, why is this person so rude? They have no clue that I'm pissed. They're just like, la, 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 la. <laughs> What's the point? Yeah. And when I can move, and I did that uh, um, last oh, yeah. week, I moved, and I was like, I was conscious that the person might feel bad, but I was like, look, I can't think for all of us. Nope. <laughs> Let me think no. for myself, and I'll just move. Yes, and I do the same exact thing, and it's such a small thing, but it's like, that person is curating their experience. They wanted to come sit next to you and I. And I'm like, no, I'm curating my, and I, I have, it's like a reflex now. Somebody gets on next to me and I, whoop, I'm right off. Like, oh, just finished. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, let's just keep it moving. Let's make yes. it okay for both of us, you know, and yes. if that's on me, yes. that's okay. But I think perhaps before we're more like, well, no, it's on everybody else. Like, yeah. No. And it's also like my <laughs> preference, like my preference for what should be happening right now is not law. And if things are not <laughs> congruent with that preference, then let me adjust what I would prefer yeah. in this moment. <laughs> let yeah. me, you know, let me reach for something else. So yeah, that has been a huge game changer for me. And I think um, going back to social media, cause we're so involved in that is like that extends to how I'm showing up on social media now. Cause it's like, I, how can I enjoy what I'm doing more? Cause like the platform is going to platform. It's going to do what it does. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's going right to change it. It's all over the place. But the other thing too, I was like, well, while it's so chaotic and unpredictable, this is the best time to try different things. I was like, why am I making the same stuff if it doesn't seem to matter anyway? I was like, this is, I need to try other things. That's the other thing too, for anyone who is maybe just wanting to look at other possibilities of what you can do is just to bring some playfulness to your ideas, like just like some experimentation, some just like, oh, what's a different way that I can say this or show this or do this or shoot this or whatever it is so that it's fun for you. So that when you go to post it, you're like, I had a video and I was like, I loved making this video so much. And I was telling um, my fiance, I was like, I don't even care what happens to it. I loved making it. And before I posted it, I was saying this. It was one 
because it's true. And two, like affirming for myself, like I did this because I wanted to do it. I love what was made and now I'm going to share it. And then it did do really well, but I had it even checked. So I didn't even know at first that people. Is this one of the recent ones? Yeah. With the model? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's Thank why. You. But I was like, look at, the, look at these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, it, but it felt so good to just be in a place where I'm just making stuff where I'm like, I, you know what? I have an idea. I want to do this. And it has nothing to do with what I think I should be doing right now. It's just what feels the best to be doing right now. And that's the other thing too, is like, we're not always showing those other sides of ourselves. So we look like everyone else. <laughs> it's like, if everyone's following trends, and we're following trends and we're not showing who we are, then, you know, you could be anyone on the feed, you know? So even, like, obviously a podcast is a audio, sometimes visual thing, but yeah, I feel like when you have a podcast, you know, it's easy to look at other podcast hosts and be like, oh, they're, they, they're really good on TikTok and they're really this and that. But instead of thinking that, I've been more like, well, the thing about me is I can be a bit of a maybe like a geek or a nerd about stuff so like I did a TikTok about a Prada advert for the perfume and I I had a whole load of information but obviously I couldn't put it all in a TikTok because it's right. not a TV show yeah but <laughs> yet <laughs> I was like but that is me do you know what I mean that is yeah. more me I don't have to go and do dances or, or show what I'm eating or whatever I can I can be me and if people like it that's great because I'm doing these things as extra you know I'm thankful that I have a day job so it's like but there is a self-consciousness about it I need to learn more from you I'm definitely still a self-conscious person at heart and I realize I cannot be like that forever because it could miss out I could miss out on things you know yeah, I mean, I can tell you in my experience, I I think, I don't know if we talked about this before, but I, before I started posting, I would record things that I just never posted. That was a huge part of it. Like I bought my first camera like five, six years ago, maybe. And I didn't seriously start posting till two years ago. So a lot happened in that time. And then even when I did first start doing videos, I would, I would never speak in the beginning. I would just be doing makeup. Like whatever I needed to do to feel comfortable, I would just do that. At one point I would do like, <laughs> I would get these like really pretty backgrounds. And then I would, um, it was when we had IGTV, I still have some up. And then I would make my video like a little smaller because it made me feel like less present, but it looked pretty. <laughs> yeah, I, I get, so, I get the thinking behind that. It's like, let me try a little make myself a little smaller on the make screen myself smaller. yeah I do that with pictures sometimes on my stories like I'll make my pictures smaller just so people can't see the imperfections <laughs> so I just feel like I feel like through constantly like through just repetition of showing up in different ways however I need to show up at that time then little by little I mean even when we first got stories I didn't want to speak in stories I was like <gasps> Well, you know, you just do what you can at a time. And then I, like I said before, I get tired of myself being afraid and holding myself back. And so I just keep trying different things until I finally land in something that's like, oh, okay, this feels like me. Um, but yeah, like just, I, I found that just continuous experimentation with how to present myself 
until I was just like here. I was like, okay. Cause I would be like, I just want to be like the way I am with my friends, but like on camera. And yeah. I had to work on that. To, and I feel like sometimes I'm still working on that. Cause sometimes I can revert back to, hi, my name is Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you've got that to fall back like, on. <laughs> <laughs> and you recognize it. <laughs> so last question. Let's look forward because yeah. I'm definitely planning on seeing you in real life. Yeah. Yes. But let's look forward to 2023. Okay. We've both, we've all been through a lot. Yeah. Where would you... Let's talk about how you want to feel, Ellie. Tell me how you want to be feeling in 2023. Yeah, I just want more. I want an amplified version of what I feel now. Like more confidence, more self-assuredness, more like self-guided, self-starting, just self-assured. Like I feel like everything stems from just being solidified in myself because I'm like anytime that I was running around lost or confused, it was because I wasn't really grounded. So for 2023, I really want um, more like just an amplification of what I'm discovering now, always reaching for the best experience um, and attracting the best people, having the best. um, I just want things to just like sing and have like like a resonance and a vibration that is inspiring to me. And that's really what I want. And I feel like everything that has, been good that has ever happened to me came from that space but then I was not secure in that so because I was insecure about my deservingness I would panic and go into like overdrive of like making it happen and it's like yes I'm gonna send the emails I'm gonna make the content I'm gonna introduce myself or whatever but I'm not gonna panic about it you know I'm like so many opportunities have come to me um that I didn't act like directly explicitly go for and i'm like i need to live there (laughs) you know thanks so much for listening what did you think i really hope you found ellie as inspiring and insightful as i did and i'd love to know if you've gone through your own inner glow up over the past year or perhaps you've learned some lessons about yourself dm me at beauty me podcast on twitter or instagram or email beauty me podcast at gmail.com Be sure to check out Ellie's work at Ellie Luna on TikTok and Instagram. I'll see you next time.